Hey, hey, this is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast where we talk about vinyl from the good old days, from the 70s and 80s, all the good records that we played while we were growing up. My name is Phil Boyer, and with me is Mike Alderay from Sweden. Tonight, we are talking about Whitesnake Slide It In. That's yeah. right, 1984. Yes. A lot of good stuff came out in 1984. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't get me started, Phil. <laughs> yeah, lots of good. Well, the 80s in general, really. I mean, so yeah. much stuff came out in the 80s that was just so good. I mean, sometimes, you, sometimes I wonder if there is a record past 1986 that, that are, I mean, is it worth it? Hmm. You know, I mean, I, I actually just listened to the stuff from like the 60s, 70s and 80s. A few 90s here and there, yeah. some of the more recent stuff, but that's from bands that existed back then, like yeah. Priest and Maiden and stuff. I mean, really, I don't, there's not a whole lot of new, new stuff that I listen to, new bands. No. Show me a band like Maiden or Judas or Whitesnake or Kiss or today that's going arena, except, except for Metallica's because they are like 80s also, but, but who's right. Who's Who's going to stand there in the barricades with a flag holding it high? <laughs> These bands of today, you're you're not really seeing the, the kind of fanfare that you saw back no. then. No, but it's it, it was word of mouth, I think. Right. I mean, yeah, I remember standing there on on the corner of the street with the boombox and 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 ten of my my best friends blasting metal music, and and we were always outside. Yeah, hanging out and 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 telling everybody that that you should listen to this album and 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 the kids in the neighborhood went running in and say, oh my God, you got that album? Could could I recall that one? Well, well, you know, you have to talk to this guy because he bought the album and and we took turns of buying albums and then recording on cassette tapes. <laughs> so so it, it was like admitting to piracy. Yeah, of show. course. But spreading the world about the band, and I, I think that's what they knew. I mean, bands like Whitesnake and, and, and Maiden and Judas and, and all those good bands. I, I, I think and you look it, at those bands, was... man. They're, they're some of the richest bands out there back in the yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, Piracy was just as big back then as it is now. And yeah. people still went to the shows. You may not have bought the record, but you had the record. Yeah, you know, you either had a cassette tape of the recording or you had the original vinyl, but you also yeah. you also went to the show. You also gave that band money at the show, bought the T-shirt and the whole nine yards, man. You still spent money on that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I recorded um, albums from friends who, who went out to buy the record because I, I couldn't wait to save up money to go buy those records because I, I needed them. So a friend of mine, his big brother, he... he he had a summer job, so he bought the records, and I recorded them on cassette from from him. And and as soon as I had the money, I went out to and and bought the record, and I went to the shows. Yeah. So it's so, a, a, a means to an end, if you will. Yeah, I'm. I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of piracy, but I, I think there's room for piracy. I think there's, you know, and and I, I'm in entertainment, and you know, you're you're in a, a rock and roll band. I don't know yeah. what your take on piracy is, you know, but I, I feel like I want my stuff spread. You know, we're we're yeah. just my wife and I have this small entertainment company, and we're just 
we, we plug along, we do these things and we want people to share it. You know, we put all this stuff online and in a way we encourage people to pirate our stuff. And if yeah. people want to give us money, that's great and awesome. And it's beautiful. But at the same time, I want people to be familiar with the stuff. Yeah, but to me, it's it's sort of like I think it's an ugly word, piracy, because because for piracy for me is those those people who 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 tend to to steal music to sell it. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm up for sharing. Right. I, I will share my music. I I I I have no problem with that because. Piracy sets the bar for making money out of, of bands like I represent uh, because they think they can make a buck of, out of us. But to share music for free, if someone would record our album and spread it on, on a USB stick or whatever you use these days, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't mind. But as, as long as free for the next person. Right. So, so perhaps they get those MP3s into their computer or iPod or, or whatever the hell they listen to these days. And perhaps they say, whoa, that's pretty awesome. I have to go see this band live because mm -hmm. they're coming to town. Right. And, and that's the difference for me between piracy and sharing. True. I mean, that, that that is a good and important distinction. But who wouldn't buy a, an, an album like, like Slide It In when, when you got David Coverdale on vocals? You got <laughs> John, John Lord, for Christ's sakes, from Deep Purple on keyboards. And you got the amazing Cosi Paul on drums. I mean, you have to go out and buy that album and listen to the mix and the sound from the vinyl records, for Christ's sakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, sit there with, with your cassette, if you will, but you're missing out. Right. Definitely. Yeah, you're definitely missing out. And like we were we were saying, and we, we've said in other shows, you know, you miss out on getting all the, the fun stuff that's inside those yeah. records. They just released a, a double LP with, with Slide It In because they got a, a UK mix and then a US mix. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're different in, in the sound. And then they actually added some more players to the to the US version. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you, you get like Coverdale and John Lord and Cosi Powell and, and Mickey Moody and Mel Galley and all those British dudes. And then you get John Sykes and, and you get Neil Murray on, on bass guitar uh, on the U.S. mix because they, they needed some something else. Uh, they went to the U.S. record company and said, well, well you need to do some other stuff because it's not quite fit for the U.S. market. So it is. So mm. there's two versions, and they just released it, and it's sort of like a booklet or and a gatefold, and and you got the both those records, and and you pay like a, a normal amount for for the record. It's sort of sort of like twenty five bucks. So still to this day, they think about their fans. Yeah. So what's your favorite songs on this album? Uh, you know, I really dig the Gambler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a funny story, because you mentioned Deep Purple. So yeah. it, this was my, you know, obviously my, my introduction to, to Whitesnake. And at the time, you know, it's 1984. My friends and I were really into Deep Purple just came out with, um, oh, what was the name of that record? Nobody's Perfect, I think. Yeah, perfect, perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. That's right. Perfect Strangers. And so we were like really into that. 
one of our friends brought in, um, slide it in and go, Hey, like, listen to this, check this out. And I'm like, listen to this thing going like, is this deep purple? I can't believe that this was not deep purple. It sounded yeah. so much to me like deep purple. Yeah. And of course at that time I, I, I wasn't familiar with music like I am now. And I had no idea that Coverdale was actually the lead singer for deep purple for back yeah. in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's sort sort of like you're listening to "Guilty of Love." Love ain't no stranger. Slow and easy, slide mm -hmm. it in, spit it out. Oh my God, Jesus! I remember sitting uh, at my parents' house and "Slow and Easy," the video for "Slow and Easy" came on, and you, and you can see, I mean, it's so cool when you see him flip the mic stand up in the air oh my god i i'm a sucker for those things it, it, i mean still to this day i've i've seen them like i think it's sort of like uh five or six times and every every time he does that he's sort of like i get so giggly it's sort of like <laughs> do it again david do it again <laughs> I got a funny story about Whitesnake. Is I went to Copenhagen in Denmark to, to see uh, one of his shows some like 10, 15 years ago. And it's sort of like reminiscing because he, he was in the same concert hall when he he first uh, did his first show with Deep Purple. And he's sort of like 17 or 18 years old. And he was so scared and so nervous. So he, he wandered around the arena, but backstage and, and got lost. <laughs> and, they, and they were supposed to go on. He's telling this story in front of the audience. So, so and 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 the the other bandmates were looking at him and said, "Where the hell is David? We're supposed to go on." And lo and behold, some some roadie found him all lost and and, and sweaty. So, and it's funny because that that meant a lot to him. So he extended the show by by uh, half an hour just because he was he was so so up up there in, in, in that moment. So it, it was it was a great show. It's really cool. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it really is. That's awesome. Yeah. Had his uh spinal tap moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Today I, I I'm feeling like I, I live right alongside the White Snake because I, I, I got a friend and you know him too. Mm -hmm. Uh Ken Swanlund he, he does some clothes for David and, and his crew. He's a Swede who just moved to, to Las Vegas with his co company. And he's sort of like, uh, well, you, you want to see David Coverdale's new jacket? Hell yeah. Well, come on down. I, I just made it. So he, he does leather clothing for David Coverdale. So you get the inside scoop. In, and it's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. Really so um, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite song on Slide It In? Oh, my God. Let me see. I would go with uh, hmm I, I, there are so many but if I have to say guilty of love and then slow and easy so you know listening to this as a teenager listening to these songs listening to the lyrics the first thing that goes through my mind is is there any song on this record that isn't about getting laid <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I think not. <laughs> I mean, there, there are some freaking dirty songs on this record. Yeah. Like, spit it out. Yeah. Gee, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't release one of the, one of these albums today. It, it would be banned. Yeah. <laughs> but but still, 
slide it in. Love ain't no stranger. Slow and easy. Yeah, I mean, come on. Spit it out <laughs> if you don't if you don't like it. I mean, jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to stop talking now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be a good uh, place to stop. Yeah. Final thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. Go go buy the album, slide it in. It, it just had its uh, 35th anniversary uh, edition released uh, uh, some, some months ago. So go buy that and you get the both versions, both the UK uh, mix and, and the US mix. It's, it's an awesome album. So do it. Go yes. now. All right. But before you do that, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it. And go check out Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram and check out all the cool things that Mike does over there. And with that, we bid you farewell. Later. Later. <laughs>